It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony brought to you by the fine folks at Fox Across America. This week's winner, a repeat winner, a man who had the privilege of leading the House Judiciary interrogation of your Attorney General Merrick Garland. I, of course, am talking about superstar representative from the 4th Congressional District of Ohio, Jim Jordan, who came on the show. We talked a little football. We talked about his Browns. Uh, They're one and one. Uh, talked about his Bengals, they're 0-2. And, uh, and we talked about the Biden administration, which is 0 for just about everything when it comes to the border and it comes to equal application of the law. And the Jordan insights into what the Merrick Garland uh, interview were going to be like proved so prophetic on the stand when Merrick Garland refused to give the answers, said he couldn't remember whether or not he had ever discussed the Biden investigations and all the other nonsense, blah, blah, blah. Anytime a dirtbag like me with a community college degree, a man who plays video games in his 40s, can sit down with a guy who is leading the interrogation of our own attorney general, it's such a unique point of entry into our politics. I have no choice but to give Jim Jordan the game ball. Jimmy, how are you doing? Uh, Better than the Bengals. Better than the Bengals, probably better than the Browns, losing their great running back. Um, That was a But here's the fundamental question. Mm -hmm. Would you want Lincoln to be playing college football? Because you know he's going to be good enough. You got him training and everything. <laughs> Do you want him playing for Coach Prime? Because I think every kid would want to play for a coach like that, with that much energy, that much enthusiasm. Yo, what a does gr- Lincoln want to do that? What a great story that you bring that up. Uh, listen, it, it, listen, I, I'm like, just let me just preface this, okay? Sure. I'm like Cam Newton's dad in that Lincoln will play for whatever coach pays me the most money under the table. <laughs> okay, <laughs> coach, but, and, you know that's all legal now with NIL. Yeah. It's all legal. Back yeah. when I was involved in college sports, like that, like breaking the rules, but yeah. not now. No, but. no, Lincoln would play for Coach Amazon Prime. If they sent me enough money, I don't care. Prime the soft drink. I don't care. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why I can't be in Congress. Actually, I could be in Congress. I could be a Biden family member at this point. Crazy. But it's a good story. It is a great story. And they I watched Saturday night. They were down eight. They had a 98 yard drive to tie that game, go for two, and get it, and then win in double overtime. It's an incredible story. It I, sure is. Oh it sure is. From the first week, then this back. I mean, it's like, the, you think, though, can they, can they take Oregon? I know. I mean, listen, I've been looking at the lines on these games uh, because, you know, I know that's not your thing, but at the same time, let's not act like there aren't people on your team who might be given to an occasional <laughs> game of chance. I mean, my man. So I want to tell you something about Russell before we get into this. In week one, Russell texted me all the games he liked. He's like, oh, I'm I'm taking Indiana over Ohio State plus the points. When it won, he's like, oh, I'm taking whoever the hell Georgia was playing plus the points. He did not send me anything in week two. So does that mean he's gone into hiding? Is he walking around in a cast? Does he owe the bookie money? Talk to me. I don't know. I mean, he had to be a little disappointed in the first. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Georgia's still winning, so mm-hmm. Russell's all Georgia all the time. Uh, but uh, somewhere in his spare time, he got like the Hill had like twenty five influential staff members, and he and he makes the top twenty five. So you know, is that Russell he's did? Hard. 
He's working hard. Yeah, he's working hard for the taxpayers across the country. It's amazing because I tell people this because we give Russell a hard time on the show. But I happen to know he's actually really good at his job, uh, except if his job. And this is this is I say this is high praise. Like Russell is Senate material. And I say Senate material <laughs> because he walks around in shorts and you can do that in the Senate now. <laughs> Isn't that something? It's crazy. I mean, it's just like, come on. It's come it, on. Like, I don't know. It's like, what's. No, it's bad for the – there's no way you can tell me it's not bad for the country. Like, we're a country that's seemingly in decline in a lot of areas. You talk about the border and the economy and crime yeah, and education. Yeah. The idea that the people in the Senate should be letting themselves go, like they're traveling on a Bolt bus to a Motley Crue concert, which, again, <laughs> I do not besmirch anyone on a Bolt bus to a Motley Crue concert. I'm just saying there's certain <laughs> levels of decorum that we expect, no? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, look, you know, we have to – you got to wear a jacket on the House floor. You got to, you know, you got to be – you got to – there's a dress code there. Uh, every time I'm in the Oval Office, you, there's a way you want to look in the Oval Office. When you're meeting with – when I was meeting with President Trump, it's like there's a way you're supposed to do this stuff. So um, I didn't get it. I think it's unfortunate, but, you know, as you say – now, here's the good news. It's still the greatest country going. still the best thing happening. Mm-hmm. But I do uh, have concerns like you do about some of the things we're seeing particularly in this administration. Yeah, it's a weird one. We're talking Ohio Representative Jim Jordan. So tomorrow uh, we get Merrick Garland on the Hill. Uh, Listen, at the very least, okay, we're speaking as Americans, as like genuine concerned citizens. I don't think any any person could objectively say there wasn't some type of a slow rolling of this Hunter Biden case, no? Well, every witness we've talked to, we've deposed now four witnesses. You got the two whistleblowers who both said it was slow walked and all kinds of other things that were done that were outside the norm for uh, an investigation of this this nature. And then you've got the two FBI agents who we also had in for uh, interviews in the in the past two weeks, and they've said they were frustrated with the pace of this investigation uh, at the out of the Delaware office. So yeah, it was it was slow walked. Then you got all the facts. You know, the, 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 the idea that suddenly now we need a special counsel. Like, yeah. It seems to me you needed a special counsel maybe on January 20th, 2021, <laughs> when he's sworn in as president. And his son's been under investigation for two years. That probably was a good time. Maybe when the leak happened on October 6th, 2022, there was a leak of maybe then you need a special. I mean, there's all kinds of time. Maybe before that, the, the D.C. attorney or right after the D.C. attorney turned down David Weiss when he wanted to bring charges in D.C. or maybe when he wanted to bring charges in California and that, that attorney turned him down according to what we've been told mm-hmm. by the agents on the case. So, yeah. Um, there's all kinds of problems with this case, and I'm sure those will be some of the questions Mr. Merrick, uh, Mr. Garland gets uh, tomorrow. Good, and uh, we, we appreciate you putting them through the paces on that because it's been th- such a racket. Like from where I sit, on the left they keep telling us, oh, there's no impeachment. I mean there's no evidence. And, yeah, once you get yeah. through everything you just listed and whistleblowers and everything in between, how about the business partners, the business partners themselves? I mean it's crazy, but they've looked the other way. And my biggest concern, yeah. and maybe you can speak to this, is – the changing story on the Biden business writ large yeah. is so profound. It went from no laptop, it's not real, there's no business, to find there's a laptop, there's a business. I called into 20 meetings, but I wasn't involved. When was the last time you called into a business 20-plus times just to tell them how uninvolved you were? Yeah, no, that their story has changed multiple times. I think just as importantly – the Justice Department story has changed now three different times when it comes to the authority that David Weiss supposedly had. June 7th, they write us and they say he has – David Weiss writes me and says, I have full authority, ultimate authority, 
to determine when, where, and whether to bring charges. 23 days later, he writes me and says, actually, I stand by what I wrote, but I want to clarify, I can only bring charges in my home district. Well, it can't be both. And then to further complicate matters, on July 10th, he writes Senator Graham, and he tells Senator Graham, I have not sought special counsel status, but I have had discussions with people at the Department of Justice. So one of the questions I think appropriate tomorrow is who do you have discussions with? Yeah. You've changed your story three times. The White House has changed their story multiple times about the business dealings. Mm-hmm. But the, the stories that have not changed and frankly stood up to four hours of cross-examination in the Oversight Committee two months ago is the story – is the testimony of the whistleblowers, Mr. Shapley and Mr. Ziegler. Yep. So I think that in and of itself is pretty compelling evidence of why we needed to go to an impeachment inquiry phase of our oversight duty. Yeah, and you want to know something? The majority of the American people actually agree with you. They had to report that on MSNBC yesterday. You had to see the look on their faces. It looked like, <laughs> have you ever seen a cat getting a bath? Like it just wants nothing to do with what's going on right now. I actually thought they were going to claw somebody when they said it. I thought somebody was going to get bit. It good. That, I mean, look, we're not doing it for politics or what the what the what the yeah. you know the approval rating may be one way we're doing it because we have a duty to do oversight mm-hmm. and and part of our constitutional duty is, is, when you have this kind of evidence this body of evidence yeah. is to move to an impeachment inquiry which helps us if in fact we ever get to court mm-hmm. on some dispute with the executive branch and so that's why we've done it and we'll just continue to do our constitutional duty well when i hear speaker mccarthy and we're talking to jim jordan's on the line right now when i hear mccarthy talking about the process of an inquiry to me, it sounds an awful lot like you need to do this to get more cooperation as it pertains to documents and insights yeah. like you're trying to gain. Is that essentially what it is? Well, I don't know that we'll get cooperation. What I do know is courts have historically said if you're functioning out of an impeachment inquiry, which is a, a, a power that the House of Representatives exclusively has mm-hmm. under the Constitution because it's dealing with the impeachment power. Mm-hmm. If you're functioning out of an impeachment inquiry, that helps if you get in court on a dispute on documents, on a dispute on someone you subpoenaed to be deposed. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why you do it. If you're just doing your normal oversight that we have you know, a duty to do, that flows from our legislative purpose uh, power. Which is again different. So this is because it's rooted solely in the Constitution for the House of Representatives. Courts have been willing to say, like, okay, we're going to give a little deference to that when there's a dispute between the House and the executive branch. All right, no, and I dig that, and everyone listening should, because essentially what you're saying is this is the most, you know, effective way to get to the truth, which you know yeah. they've been in the way of at every turn. All right, I'm going to give you one more hard truth while you're sitting here. So Coach Prime in Colorado, the Buffaloes, this great storyline, they are 21-point underdogs against Oregon. And based on the fact – I know you're not a betting man, but you can pass this off to Russell. (laughs) Based on the fact that this is the feel-good story of the century and they're now getting 21, everyone in the world is going to bet Colorado. My guess is Oregon's going to kill them. I hope not. I, I mean, I know. I, I, we need I, the story. I want, I want the streets to continue. I want, yeah, I want Colorado to win. Can I, can I tell you something about this? So, Deion Sanders, as a kid, I loved him. He was a Yankee uh, at first. He was an outspoken Yankee after he played at Colorado State and he came to the Yankees and he was, you know, following the footsteps of Bo Jackson because he was an Atlanta Falcon and a Yankee. And he was the mm-hmm. fastest guy I've ever seen around a set of bases in my life. He hit an inside Same the park. Here. Oh, did you ever see him hit an inside the park home run? He did about a thousand miles an hour. I saw him hit a, a double to the gap, uh-huh. uh, but it wasn't a double for him. Any normal person had been a double. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess normal for, no, yeah. no, there's no normal person that makes the major leagues. But 
he comes around first, and you can see him thinking, and it's like, oh, my goodness. He, you know in his mind, it's like, this ain't a double. This is a triple. Yeah. Fastest thing I've ever seen. Yes, he was I mean, sick. It's just like he could go. What an athlete. And it, it, he was the kind of guy when he slides and pops right back up. I didn't even think he had any dirt on his uniform. He was that 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 kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, he was he's one impressive athlete. Oh, that's a cool story. Yeah, you kind of you all right. You sucked me in. I'm 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 rooting the way you root. I'm just rooting for Colorado to somehow to win this game. I'm not a part of what Russell's doing. Just so yeah, I'd like to be able to afford pants by the end of the year. I don't have a Senate run in my future. There you go. Keep Lincoln training. That's going to do it for the Fox Cross America Game Ball presentation ceremony. We are back on your radio live and loud this Monday. Until then, have the best weekend allowable by law. I am out of here, girlfriend. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.